The following episode of FOFOP is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. FOFOP advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. There hasn't been any great advances in prison rape or space travel. The father of the barn and the holy toast. Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson, uh, guest Charlie number one. Dave Anthony is here. Hello, Dave. Hola, numero uno. Uh, I love when you go with the different languages and stuff. <laughs> it makes me feel like, you know, something really exciting is happening on yeah, our podcast. Yeah. It feels like it's very international. It is very international. Once again, you've got the look going as well, by the way. Thank you. I love when you come in your little Hunter S. Thompson hat and your (laughs) your giant iced tea. It is giant, isn't it? It's giant. This is American. This is someone didn't sleep last night. This is someone went to bed late and then woke up early because they had a crazy stand-up dream. What do you mean? What was the stand-up dream? So I, I had just, a dream last night that um, I was at a stand-up gig as well. So you do your you, stand-up okay. one and I'll, and I'll... I don't think I've ever had a stand-up dream before. I have them all the time. So, But I also don't remember my dreams very much. So, right. so I'm on stage and it is a leukemia benefit. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm doing well, a good benefit. on you. Uh, yeah, right. I'm, I'm doing charity work. Right. I'm doing it. And it's, I mean, are you getting paid though? I don't know. You don't know. In the I dream. don't know the particulars. I, in the dream, I didn't go over the contract. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on stage, and uh, it's you know it's a good audience. And then I had this bit, and I don't remember exactly what the bit is, but the but the structure of the bit is. Before I went on stage, I was like, "Should I do this joke?" And it's in the and the basic structure of the bit was it's it's where I set up that it sounds like someone uh, is really sick and dying. And then it turns out that they're not. That I was like doing like a switcheroo on oh, the audience, you know? Yeah. Although to a leukemia crowd, okay, that's everyone's but, dream. So right. So I'm like, so I'm like, should I do this? And I'm like, well, I can I can reword it in a way so it doesn't sound that bad. But then, so then when I reveal what it is, it won't be the same thing as like uh-huh. you know. So I start doing the joke, right? And then I can't remember where it goes. So then I keep. Setting up and getting deeper and deeper. And basically, I'm just telling them that I know someone is going to die from cancer. And it's just getting more and more awkward. And I can't remember where the bit goes. And so I'm just explaining to them on stage that someone I know is dying. And that's... that's, And then I'm just... I mean, in some ways, that's very relatable material. (laughs) (laughs) Like in that room... Well, they should have gone. Like, you could have done that sort of thing. Anyone else know anyone who's dying? Oh, sorry. Of course. We all do. That's why we're here. I mean, I just, you said do some relatable stuff. You said, you said relatable, right? When I, when I play colleges, I talk about drinking beer. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I woke up and I couldn't go back to sleep. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that was a, yeah. I had a stand-up dream as well. I was at a gig. It was after midnight. I know this. I was waiting around to go on. And it wasn't my fault that I hadn't gone on. I'd been there for hours. Yeah, okay. Um... And then some guy came up to me and started getting really angry at me uh, that I hadn't gone on. And I'm like, I'm here, man. Like, I've been here for this whole time. What are you supposed to do? Kick the kick right. someone's door in? And- I'm waiting. Like, yeah. I'm ready to go. Yeah. I've been ready to go for hours. I might be more upset than you that I'm not on stage. Right. And then he said, well, it's because since you've been on heroin, oh. you haven't uh, been reliable. Oh, was and this was the like, first you knew about your heroin it addiction? It was. <laughs> I mean, I've a dro- horrible way to find out. I've you're- dropped a couple of pounds in the last couple of weeks. But if someone is injecting heroin into me in my yeah. sleep, could they please put it in my hips? Yeah. I mean, that would be good. I mean, yeah. the- I always, you know, when uh, dealing with chronic pain, I always read about, you know, in Kurt Cobain, they, the thing they always said about his heroin use was that, I mean, obviously some of it was because he wanted to take heroin. Right. But some of it was because he had these chronic stomach upsets or something. Yeah, yeah that- chronic stomach pain. And like, you know... I'm not sure that heroin, by the way, makes well, your stomach I mean, pain better. I would be like, hey, you know what? I tried, uh, I tried Advil, so uh, I had a couple uh, of tums, and then that didn't really work. So, um, but I thought heroin 
Ca- also caused cr- chronic stomach pain. I might, yeah, I might. Doesn't it, it might be? It, which came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> Kurt, are you not sure that you're? This is not the cause of your stomach yeah, pain. No, 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 no. This no, is no. the treatment. This is the thing that makes me feel good. Right. <laughs> Every time I take it, I lie down for nine hours. Um. So, but there is part of me that sometimes when I like am in so much pain from the hips that I do just think. Yeah. I get that idea. Yeah, I get sure. that idea of taking something and just not having to deal with the pain yeah. for a, a certain amount of time. Yeah. But then I was like arguing this guy about how the, I wasn't addicted to heroin and I started taking... Well, I mean, that's always the first thing, right? Right. You know? Well, that's what someone who is addicted to heroin would say, which is tricky because <laughs> it's also what someone who isn't addicted to heroin right. would say. I'm not addicted to heroin. All right. Well, you have to, you have to accept it first. Right. Right. So then I, I decided that the only way I could prove to him that I wasn't addicted to heroin was to take off all my clothes. I mean, yeah. I well, mean, I, yes. Well, you're showing him right. that you're smoking it. <laughs> that thought never even occurred to me. Never occurred to me. Um, so, uh, speaking of things uh, that will uh, cause your stomach some pain, I ate one of the most delicious things I've ever tried in my life on really? uh, Sunday morning. So, I was in uh, DC for the uh-huh. weekend doing some shows, and uh, which was fun. First time ever in your nation's. Capital? Yeah, it's interesting, right? Yeah, I, I, I mean, enjoyed it. I, I, when I first went there, I was like, "Oh, this is different than I thought it would be." Like, there's actually a, a momentous feeling around here. Like, there's like a big, like you feel the power of the Fuck place. Yeah. Like, there's. No, I mean, you can't. It's very Roman Empire. I mean, we're building when, some shit right now. When you go and see, like, you know, the Lincoln Memorial, uh-huh. or um, you're just like, "Fuck, this was in Planet of the Apes." <laughs> <laughs> When you when you walk down that water, you're like, oh my god, this was in Forrest Gump. <laughs> is that is that how I'm meant to? That's exactly what I meant. Oh, that's exactly the that's right. the place from White House Down. <laughs> Let's hang out the front in case Channing Tatum's there. I saw this in Dave. Wait, you saw what? Dave? Yeah, it was a movie about a guy who was president. Um, so uh, no, I, I loved it, and I loved going, you know, visiting the White House and and doing all that sort of. Well, yeah. I didn't visit it, but I like you, you went know, and looked at it. Went out to look at it yeah. and stuff. Have a look, see. You used um, to be able to just walk up, you know, back in the day. How's the? Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was Andrew. Yeah, it, like I think it was Andrew Jackson right. that that because when when a president would win back in the day, you would just go to the White House and party, and the party would go on for a couple of days. And I think it was Andrew Jackson who, who just, everyone came, and he's like, fuck this, I'm out of here. And he just left, and everyone was just partying at the White House, and he just went somewhere else. Really? Yeah, and then I think a little while after that, they stopped it. But you used to just Probably like, when you, you guys started killing your presidents. Probably, yeah, maybe. That might have had a thing to do. But there was, there was definitely a point where you could just walk up and go, hey, can I fucking talk to him? Like, that went on for a while. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, I went by, but he wasn't in town. It was no, his birthday. He was, was at Camp yeah. David. He was golfing. He was golfing mm-hmm. and, and, at, and at Camp David. Yeah. Um, so there was a couple of uh, weird things uh, about it, uh, which I found. Uh, firstly was that um, in the airport, they sell, like, don't blame me, I voted for Romney t-shirts. In the airport? In well, the you, airport. Yeah, but you know why? Why? Number one, for people who are fleeing Washington. Well, yeah, because when there's when there's a when there's a changing of the guard, uh-huh. that means that all new people are hired, and that means literally all these people are out of work. It, oh, it right. isn't. It's like it's like a it's like a full cleaning house. So all those people are fired, and then a whole new group of people come in. So I'm sure they all pick those up at the airport. But also, still, you know, you still have tons of Republicans in D.C. Oh, I know, but I just find I it's I don't know why. But I just kind of found that disrespectful it at is. the airport at DC. Like he's your fucking president. They don't. They don't. They, don't, they do not acknowledge that. Like I, I understand that. Like and everyone has the right to like you know put a bumper sticker on their car or to even yeah. to wear a t-shirt like that. Yeah. It just seemed weird that in the place where everyone like if you're a tourist mm-hmm. going to that place, most likely you're going you know to kind of visit the White House and kind of you know be amazed by that sort of American. Yeah. Thing that oh by the way you'll enjoy this so I've done the the, the walk uh, between the Capitol building and uh, the Lincoln Memorial uh-huh. you can walk right up and you go past all the Washington Monument yeah. and all that sort of stuff uh, and then I was like I want to go to the White House and I was like where's the White House and I couldn't find it on the map and then I remembered the address from that <laughs> shitty show that you were on. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's on Pennsylvania. I was on, I was right. on a show that, that had the address. Yeah. The address was the name. Yeah. And I was like, I really did use that that's to navigate really funny. 
Secondly, uh, while I was there, oh, you know what I found really interesting? I went to a place called uh, U Street, which has a lot of like, uh, it was where a lot of the jazz clubs and sort of the oh, black okay. music and stuff mm. came up. And I was, I was, uh, I mean, not surprised, but I, I wasn't aware that like the population of DC is about 50. Well, I don't know if it is, but it appeared to be about 50, 50 black and white. Like, there was a lot of black people. I think it's more black people. Oh, would it be? Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. there was... I, I mean, mean, have you seen The Wire? Right, but that's not... That's more Baltimore down the road, right? No, that's... that's DC is really, really... Uh, DC is a fucked up and complicated place because it's not a state. So Congress gets to say what happens. Congress doesn't have the best interest of the people that live there. Right. So it's a really fucked up, crime-ridden, horrible area. And then you just have a lot... Of, so you had a lot of white flight. Right. So you're left over with, with people who can't afford to leave. Right. Oh, so, that was interesting. Because so, I, yeah. was, I noticed it. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, it was yeah. like... Oh, and yeah, and, and right. it's one of those things where, like, Atlantic City's got that thing where you walk three blocks and you go, wait a minute, what the fuck just happened? Is it like that? Yeah, it is a yeah. bit like that. It's and like also, a different place. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing that I found interesting was, uh, first time I've had a, a lot of black people at my shows. Oh, interesting. You know, like, yeah. you know, because it's just regular crowds and yeah. if 50% of the population is, is black, so, is yeah. black, then, you know, like you're getting it, and it, which was great. Like, which, I, mean, it's not, I, I mean, it's pretty segregated here in the States as far right. as comedy audiences. I mean, I go to the, the comedy and magic at Hermosa Beach and I'm not sure a black, <laughs> person, not sure a black person's ever walked through those doors that wasn't on stage. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. the fact that it was very natural that everyone was kind of, like, you know. Yeah. But it was interesting for me, and it did make me realize, you know, when Americans come to Australia and they always go, like, where are your black people? We're mm-hmm. always like, shut up. Like, it, well, yeah, it's multicultural, but we have yeah. mostly, like, influences from Asia and from, mm-hmm. like, you know, Europe and stuff. And you don't, you aren't aware. You're like, oh, right, okay. Yeah. yeah. I know. That. I understand yeah. what they mean now that I'm in a place, yeah, you know, like this. Um, so that was interesting. Yeah. And the other thing was that Justin Bieber was in town when I was there. Congratulations. Yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah, I got in a Twitter war with an 11-year-old. <laughs> I've had one of those. The uh, Belieber? Yeah. Yeah, they, they troll the internet looking for people who say something about Bieber, and yeah. then they attack. They just go at you. Yeah, it's crazy. This kid, it was... I mean, I'm not sure they were 11, but they were a kid. Yeah. And I didn't ever... like. And the weirdest thing was, like, because I was down the mall during the day, and... Um, oh, I went and saw that movie, by the way, t- uh, Two Guns. You know the one oh, we my were talking friend, about? My friend wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it hasn't been getting great reviews, but I actually... Everybody I've talked to said they liked it. I enjoyed it. it. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, if it's one of those movies... If you just want to go to the movies for like yeah. an hour and a half and see some people shoot some things up and have an adventure and say some funny things... That's and a movie for it's, you. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah I enjoyed it. Yeah. I was like, I enjoyed it a lot more than I like Man of Steel, you know, like... Well, I mean... But, you know... That- Right. That's saying anything. <laughs> uh, there was a weird bit at the end where Denzel and Marky Mark just randomly killed people in a city. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, that's how we're ending movies People now. love that. People love that. Um, so, uh, so Bieber's playing during the day and, oh my God, like... Wait, during the day? Well, no, during the day, he's obviously coming in to sound check or whatever. Uh-huh. And so the masses... Of teenage girls is in... It, is, it, is the place near you or are they just all over the city? No, it's right nearby. Oh, okay. So, like, I'm one block from the Verizon oh, Center or whatever. Yeah. so you're Teenage Girl Central. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they're, like, young, young teenage girls. Young, right? young. And, like... And, and annoying. That's really annoying proud age. of being, like... Oh, fuck yeah. A lot of... Uh, I would be sure. I've been a believer since the start. You oh, know? hey. Yeah. No, there's some bragging rights. <laughs> right. Take those. You run with them. Congratulations. Right. You have been. Uh, big for the homemade t-shirt market, Bieber, by really? the way. Just, like, drawing shit on? Oh, uh, people, like, writing their own messages. Oh, fuck yeah. And, by the way, I'm fine for a kid to be into something. Like, I get that. Yeah. Like, yeah. no judgments from me. No. But sometimes as a parent... You've got to draw a fucking line. Oh yeah, my kid, my kid's gonna like Tom Waits. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Make no mistake about it. Um, he, uh, I saw a mum in the same yeah in the matching homemade t-shirts with no, the kids. No, you got to draw a line. And her slogan on a t-shirt no. was, "I want to fuck you, Bieber's Cougar." No, oh, God, <laughs> Jesus, what fuck? You have children. What the? Come on. I mean, the thing is, he's like mid-20s now, right? Right. So, okay. 
But not when you're with your kids. No. Don't set that example. No. No kid also wants to hear, like, you know, when you're a teenage girl, you know, with your first blooms of, you know, puberty and being attracted to a man, that your mum would also fuck that man. Oh, oh, really? You you like Bieber? I want to fuck him too, honey. Oh, my God. The things I would do to Bieber. Oh, my God. You don't even know because you're like 11. But the shit I would do would be crazy. Like, I'd let him put it in my ass. And I just rub my tits all over his cock. And you don't even have tits. Like, I'm just at a different level. But I like—I guess you like his music. But I just, yeah. Let's make t-shirts. <laughs> um, so I went uh, back uh, to my hotel after seeing all these Bieber kids, you know. Right. And I sent what I thought was a pretty harmless tweet. Oh, boy. Which was... They're not... None of them are harmless. None right. of them. So my tweet was this. I said, hey, uh, Justin. So I, I did put his... Th- this was the mistake. You did at him. I did at him because I, I thought that I would be funny. I don't know if it matters because they still just look for his name. They're just constantly searching. But I said, hey... You're like Nazi hunters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why Anne Frank would have been a believer. Right, right. Right. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> so, um, I uh, just tweeted, hey, hey, Justin, uh, we're both doing shows in DC tonight. Oh, yeah. I've left uh, your name on the door of mine oh, if you want to come down after and smoke some weed. Uh, perfect. Right? Yeah. No, that's not even... It's, uh, it's actually factual. Right. He smokes weed. Yeah. I smoke weed. You're at the same I feel place. like it'd be the only thing we'd have in common. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, but- you never know. I don't know. We could get high and spit on some people. What if, what if he came Piss in? Piss in a bucket. What if he came in and sat down? I was like, thanks for the tickets, man. Oh, my hips hurt. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, Justin? I mean, I haven't told anybody. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, Justin, you know what's good for that? Heroin. <laughs> Smoke it, though. No track marks. Yeah. Um, so this, yeah, this kid just went on a rampage and it was like, it was one of those things where it was all about, you because know... Because of the weed comment? No, or? just because, like, how are you having to go at... But the, went in hard from the start. Oh, yeah. Like, everybody's... Yeah, it was, it was from the start, it was, like, all in. If they were a poker yeah. player, they were just, like, all yeah, in. Yeah, let's go. Let's it was this. like, Bieber's got 44 million, you know, Twitter followers, and you've got, like, you know, like, yeah. he's the biggest star in the world, and who are you? No one's ever heard of you. And, yeah. like... Okay. And I was like, okay, I didn't... Yeah, that's fair. I actually didn't realize this was a competition. But, but then... But people have heard of me... And from 2010 to 2012, I was voted uh, the best, most popular stand-up at uh, at Melbourne Comedy Festival, most well, I didn't fan favorite performer. So why don't you shut your fucking mouth, kid? Hey, I have a I have a top ranked t- television show called Gruen that's been on for several years. Before that, uh, I was on the radio. Triple J, you ever heard of it? You little fucking piece of shit. I mean, technically, my career has been going as long as Bieber's been alive. But you are. So I've had some better years than Bieber. He's certainly beaten me in the last few years. But you know, you are the Bieber of Australia. You're the. (laughs) I'm the fully grown Bieber. That's my point. I mean, I know every time I go down there, there are just people running around with written shirts on there. (laughs) Fuck me, Will. Yeah, I'm a Will (laughs) Bieber. Oh my god, that's your new show name, isn't it? Oh no. So. um... So I didn't get involved, but I did retweet a couple of the, the funnier comments because I just thought it was hilarious that this kid was getting so angry at me. Yeah. So some of the people who follow me pointed out some of the things that you've just said. And so then the kid really fired up. Yeah, now because that didn't work. and Because that's always the generic go-to is, well, you're nobody. Mm. But when the person finds out you're not nobody, then they get really mad. Right. <laughs> that's right. So then it became about ranking who was like most important based on how many tw- Twitter followers they had? Oh sure. And so well, someone, that, someone, that's, yeah, that's... someone pointed out that the Dalai Lama doesn't uh, <laughs> doesn't have as many. <laughs> and this kid was so into the idea that Bieber was much more important to the world than the Dalai Lama. Like, and also, you know, your right wing conspiracy people who you know don't believe that you know. Obama could have celebrated his birthday on Sunday because where's the fucking certificate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bieber fans are like that. When people tried to bring up, you know, any of the recent incidents, yeah, you know, the monkey, the pot on the bus, uh-huh. the spitting at the fans, no, the pissing that, in the bucket. None of that's real? None of it's real. All made up to bring down the beep. Why, why can't he be that? <laughs> like, that's the thing is like, you, if you, f- why do you want your idol whatever he is to be pure 
when him smoking pot right. makes him cooler. I think so. Or speeding down the fucking road makes him. He's not some little fake. Car- he's a real person and he's doing bad things. Shouldn't that be better? Right. I don't even know what's happening right now. I thought they would. I thought they were like more into him because of that. Oh, I just don't think that there's anything that Justin could do that is wrong. It'd be great if if a picture of him came out fucking a monkey. <laughs> that he, monkey like that he, he bought. bought from... He bought a sex monkey from. Sex monkey. He bought a sex monkey from Nepal. <laughs> That's why he returned the other, that you didn't pick up the other one because it wasn't a sex monkey. He's like, I specifically asked for a sex monkey. I don't know how he talks, he but I assume, like Mike Tyson. I assume that he talks like that. He sounds that. like Mike Tyson, I guess. <laughs> um, so that was my uh, I, I, my fight with a kid on the internet. Although I didn't engage in the fight, I must admit. Like I, I, I am fascinated by more than the love of Bieber, the hatred of Bieber. Like adults who are like, look at this fucking and all the magazines that look at look at this fucking guy, and it's like, well, we took a kid, right. Who was prepubescent. We took a kid off YouTube. We made him, made him the biggest star in the world. The biggest star in the world. And now we can't believe that he's weird. Right. Is that what is that the hey, is that uh, what I'm coming up with? Any of you guys remember Michael Jackson? <laughs> oh my god. Anyone uh, remember how that ended? It's fucking It's the same thing. It is the same You've thing. You've taken a kid. Actually, I think it's worse now because of the attention. Right. It's gotta be much worse. There was like a picture of him sitting at a at a basketball game, I think, and he was in all his gear, and they took a picture of him, and then they're like pointing at all the shit that he was wearing, and they drew all these things, and it's like, look at how wrong he is, and I was like, he's a fucking weirdo now because right. he doesn't know what life is. No, he he can't go to a store, he can't go to a restaurant, he can't do anything that you can do. He's but also he's like remember an like how much of a dick we were when we were his age. Oh my god! Right? Yeah. Can you imagine if you had all the money and all the power and no one to tell you no yeah. in the world? The yeah. shit. Like I, mean, I would be pissing in mop buckets. Yeah. That I'd just be pissing day. in another person. I'd I employed <laughs> a small, a tiny person that I with a. Where's power. my pisser? <laughs> <laughs> Open her up. Yes, sir. My pisser, and then I would, I would. You're right. I would shit in mop buckets. I would piss yep. in uh, my my small man. Right, because your mop bucket's your perfect place to. Yep. You can use that little uh, thing on the top to snap it off. And I would always Clean yell out. I would always yell out a world leader's name. <gasps> really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert McGarvey. <laughs> Take that, Merkel. <laughs> right. So, um, uh, when I so I was only there for like overnight. Like it was a. You know, it was a one night. Well, it was two nights, but I got in like because of the time difference. I get in on the Friday. I go straight basically to the show, Mm -hmm. finish that up, and then like Saturday I get to look around. Saturday night I do a show, and I'm out bright and early Sunday morning again. Mm -hmm. So when I wake up on Sunday morning, it's fair to say I'm not feeling the best I've ever felt in my entire life. Yeah, it's a rough. It's a that's what I did with Drew a lot this year. It's a rough run, and so I was at the airport, and I just needed like. Also, by the way, the airport is just, and I know I've talked about this before, but it's one of those places where you can go from the nicest person in the human, in the, in the world and being in the best mood in the entire world to three seconds later wanting to kill everybody. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really quick. One person doesn't get their fucking shit out of their bag before they get to the x-ray machine. Yeah. And I lose my mind. Yeah. You're like, what? How how long have have we been been doing this? To an... How long have we been doing this? You, you can't go on the plane. You, you failed turn this. One, turn this one around. Turn this one around. I had a lady in front of me in line at the airport on Sunday, and she puts all of her stuff in one thing, and I go, you can't put your laptop in with the... I'm sorry? You, you can't put your laptop in with everything else. You got to put it in a separate thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really. I'm trying to help you. I, right, what I'm doing right now is helping me and you. Right. Because they're going to tell you to do that anyway. Yeah. So and it's going to annoy everybody. Let's just do it. I'm helping do you. Do I look... Look at my eyes. Do I look normal? Why Why would I be talking to you? Do I look like someone who might burn down a building? Right. <laughs> okay. So put it in another thing. <laughs> I had a girl say that to me once. What? She said, uh, you... She goes... We know each other. She goes, she goes, you know, your eye... You look like... She goes, you have... She told me I had heroin eyes, first of all. Okay. She was an ex-heroin addict. Okay. And I and then a couple. So a she co- was flirting like, with you. Well, yeah, it turns out she was. <laughs> oh, right. A week later, I said, "What did that mean?" And she goes, "Well, your eye—you look like you could blow up a building." 
Your, your eyes. And then, yes, then we did have a brief, brief relationship. <laughs> because why would that be a red flag on either end? Because why wouldn't I fuck that person? What? Why would that be a no situation? That's definitely a, oh, then we should continue this. There's a period of time in your life where you're making great choices. Oh, I look like I could be a mass murderer? All right, let's do it. Let's do this. Come on, (laughs) lady. Why do you still have your pants on? (laughs) I assume you would take off your pants as you're saying that to me. (laughs) I mean, you know what's coming. You can't be going around saying something like that and keeping your pants on because we know what you mean. (laughs) Get them off. Man. I don't know how I'm not inside of you already. Right, yeah. I mean, in fact, the uh, second half of that sentence should have come out as I popped in. <laughs> I um, So I got to the airport and I was like desperate for like some some fast food. Like, you know, I just needed you, you something. Want, you wanted some like, you wanted McDonald's. You were looking for it? Right. I'm looking for something like I, that. I, I have to say, it has been years and I had to eat fast food on this trip. Oh, yeah? And it may, it like when I taste it, I'm just like, oh, this is horrible. Right. Like it just feels in my mouth, it feels revolting. Well, well I haven't been to McDonald's in like 10 or 20 years, right. well, 10 years because I don't eat meat. Uh-huh. And McDonald's do not cater for the person who doesn't eat meat. I believe meat. they have a vegetable thing now, a veg- veggie burger. They don't in Australia. They might have here. I think they do here, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, Hungry Jacks or yeah, Burger King in Australia used to have a uh, veggie burger, but which I've sell? since which I've since learnt is not vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> After I ate about, it's uh, yeah, it's a veggie burger. What's it made out of? Pork, right? <laughs> really, uh, it's, uh, it's a white meat. Uh, so um, they had a Five Guys there, oh, and I've yeah. never been to Five Guys before, but yeah. I'd heard like you know that it's like you know not bad for a burger joint. It's okay. It's it's overrated. So. Well, I'll tell you what isn't overrated. The french fries? They're fucking breakfast uh, cheese and oh. egg sandwich thing. Really? My fucking Lord. Really? It was like they've used the same technology as Doctor Who uses for the TARDIS. <laughs> I don't know how they got so much egg and cheese yeah. in this. It was like your body into a fucking cheesy black hole. Really? Like, I, I, I felt my insides collapse. Yeah. I was short of breath while I was eating it. Yes. You know when you eat something and you're just like, well, oh my that, God. This is the first time you've ever... I'm being poisoned. You've ever really experienced what it's like to be an American. Oh my God. Now you know. so fucking delicious. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to get another one. Of course you did. That's how it works. <laughs> then you're fat. Right. If you, if you were from America with your hips, you would weigh 300 pounds. Oh, Dave. Without a doubt. If my flight had been delayed for an hour and a half, I would have weighed 300 pounds. <laughs> if they had left me alone... If I yeah. had been somewhere where I'd been able to get stoned that morning, yeah. I wasn't. But if I had been, I may never have come back. Yeah. I might be still at that five. I might be working out that five guys yeah. just for the fucking staff to get I discount. Just laying in cheese It was and fucking eggs. insane. Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't good for oh, anyone. Oh, no, it was but terrible for everybody. People sitting near you, their cholesterol went up. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. The person next to me on the plane... Like I was in a, um, I was on like near the window, which I do not like on a long flight because no, I'm not like, on a long flight. Yeah, I want to pop up to the bathroom and yeah. I don't want to. Excuse me. Excuse I hate me. it. Yeah. That's the bit I hate. Yeah, I hate that. I don't want them to have to get their fucking laptop up and pack uh-huh. everything away, and then they have to do it again when, when you, you come, come back, back and you're yeah. like. You don't want to spend too much time even down at the bathroom because you're like, oh fuck, I'll get everything back out again, and yeah. then I'll have to, like, but I was by the and. Because I had had for that day, these, this is what I'd eaten. I'd eaten mm-hmm. one of those cheese and cheese and egg mm-hmm. things, yep. and I had a bloody mary. Okay. So my stomach started to. Oh, hang on. Hello. This, that's uh, that's Ian Bag, who's going to be a guest on our podcast. Hang on, I'm just going to pause this for a second because I should answer that. Ian Bag is going to be our guest on uh, the podcast. Yeah, uh, but he's stuck in traffic. That was yeah. what we found out then from my shitty little burner phone. I did LA. fit in in DC though. I felt like I was in the wire with my what? shitty little phone. Oh, really? You know, because that's like, I feel like I was, yeah, shit was going down. At any stage, I could just break this phone apart and throw it in a bin and fucking, you know. Like. <laughs> Have you seen All the Wires? Yeah. What's the name of the show you said that was about the gangsters? Sort of Melbourne crime syndicate. Underbelly. Underbelly. I looked yep. for it once. I couldn't find it. 
Yeah, the first the first season is pretty good, and I think there's a couple of other seasons from what people say that were okay. But the yeah. first season in particular, I really liked. Right. Um, I, I've got some news updates uh, for us today. Um, firstly, uh, last episode we talked about Kesha. Um, and oh, we, what's going on with her? Oh, we've got. Some, I, I heard something. Okay, go ahead. We've got some I th- Kesha news. I think I saw something. May well be the same story. Yeah. Uh, the human tail is front and center oh, this week. This is what I thought I read. <laughs> Thanks to Kesha and a 12-year-old boy worshipped as a living god in India. Kesha, who previously claimed she had sex with a ghost, as discussed on the last episode, told the British publication Heat that she was born with a tail. I mean, just... Shut up. Just shut up. Just Just, now we don't believe anything. I'm a lady who was born with a tail who fucks ghosts. No, you're not. No, you're not. Nope. Uh, so she said she was born with a tail, but it was removed before she could shake it. <laughs> you scamp. <laughs> I had a tail when I was born. Mm-hmm. It was a tiny tail, about a quarter of an inch. Is that a tail? That's not a tail. That's you a just bump. had a lump. That's a bump. That's you a had a lump. lump. Yeah. It's not a tail. No, it's not You had an tail. ass lump. Yeah, you had a lump. At best, you had an ass lump. Yeah. Not a tail. Uh, they chopped it off and stole my tail. Well, they didn't chop it off. Number one, because chopping it off is when you bring the knife down. And they cut it off. Yeah. They, 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 they performed surgery. Right. Yeah, they performed surgery. If you're going to a doctor who's chopping it off, and it doesn't matter what it is, there's no, there is no point in any medical situation where the word chopping is used. Uh, that was when I was little. I'm really sad about that story, she says. Aww. She misses her tail. You miss your tail? Kesha. How fucking desperate for attention are you? <laughs> How uh, desperate? Probably desperate enough to have her tail reattached, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine next album. Shoot, the tail's back. Kesha, when did your PR person leave? Because you're doing it yourself and you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I mean, look, she's, get, she's getting a lot of uh, talk, you know? Hey, I fucked a ghost and I have a tail! <laughs> Okay, you know what? We were just thinking, promote the album, <laughs> talk about your songs. I had a tail. Okay. You know, we should get a PR person here. I'm not paying a fucking PR person. I have a wonky eye. What? <laughs> it got wonky when they removed my tail. <laughs> oh, my God. Wouldn't that be amazing if wonky eyes were because of tail removal? Oh, and you had to tell the parents? Yeah. Uh, when they were... Yeah, so here's so, the deal. Look, uh, He's a f- your son your child's f- been born with a tail. Five inches. It's a five-inch tail. A five-inch tail. So he's going to have a problem with pants. He's going right. to have a problem. Sports will be a problem. Sitting down. Sitting down will be a horrible People problem. always know when he's happy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh it, it wags? Yeah, yeah, it wags. It's a wagger. It's a yeah, wagging yeah. tail. It's yeah. a full-functioning tail. It's a tail. <laughs> <laughs> Dogs will sniff his bite. Dogs will sniff, yes. They Dogs will think will he's a giant upright dog him. all yeah. the time. yeah. Yeah, people will pull his tail. Yeah, he'll I mean, get, he'll get it covered and shit. Right, it's a bad thing. Yeah, it's, and it's hairy. It's a hairy tail. It's a hairy, and it's hard. It's yeah, it's and stiff. it gets it's erect when he's horny. That's weird. <laughs> it's weird, but well, that's what human happens. human tails are different. They right. get erect. It's, it's it's not great. Right, he'll be he'll be erect from both sides. Yes, like he'll have an erect tail. Yeah, and you'll have an erect penis. Yeah, so you'll have to get all different new pants made. Right, the, the bed will have to have a long, narrow groove in the <laughs> right. Groove I mean, the there's middle. a range of issues. Yeah, uh, they but, do make tail beds. They do make tail seats. They make they make this all for tail people. Right, it's fine, and yeah. and no judgments. No judgments. Want, I mean, if you, you want know, to keep the tail, society is not completely accepting. Right. A lot of we're tail, accepting. A lot of tail people live on an island at right. this point. We're we're saying yeah. That we we love him the way he is. Right. Right? Yes. We don't have a problem with it. No. But society yeah. still has a problem with it. So we Much can, like in the X-Men, they have to, you know... Much like in the they X-Men. They have to hide away together. Some, yep. Sometimes people don't like the mutants. Maybe and, this is next level shit. And, you know, they do... There is a great school up right. in the New York uh, yeah. country side. So, um... We can cut it off is what we're saying. We can cut it off. Unfortunately, uh, he will then have a wonky eye. Uh, and I have to say, there is a potential for two wonky eyes. Right. <laughs> they could just be rolling about. It would be, now, it would be great if we found out that Tom York used to have a tail. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That would be and if so Tom York had a tail, by the way, there would be fucking hipsters getting tails. Oh, fuck yeah. All the time. Yeah. And there'd be an album called My Tail. <laughs> there would just be songs about his tail. And they'd really be about other things, like the president. <laughs> <laughs> but. You know what I mean. Is this another one about your tail? Yeah, but it's about drones, man. <laughs> it's also about drones. Uh. So, it turns out that not everywhere do they judge you for having a tail. There's an upside to this story. Let's move Kesha to one side. Uh-huh. But uh, there is also um, a, a tail, uh, to, to use another word. Uh, a 12-year-old boy in Chand- Chandigarh, India, mm-hmm. has what looks like a 7-inch tail sticking out of his back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashid Ali Khan is worshipped as the living incarnation of the Hindu monkey god Hunaman. Well, can that, but can I ask you, can that be that great? Being worshipped as a god? Yeah. A monkey god. Well, but what can that god do? Does that god, like, get to fuck people? Does that god get to, like. He gets to fuck uh, Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> he is Justin Bieber's sex monkey. <laughs> hey, Justin, uh, we have something to tell you. Um, your sex monkey is actually a guy. Yeah. It's an Indian it's boy not with a tail. A, it's, yeah, he's not a monkey. It's an actual boy. Oh, fuck you. He's my monkey. <laughs> no, Justin. And then the believers get mad. Uh, so, um, okay, let's see if we... Uh, can I Can I also interject right here to say interject. that Curious George is the racist show on television? Now, Curious George is the, your monkey show. Yeah, so Curious George is a monkey. Right. <clears throat> and Curious George lives in the city... But he also, they have a country house. Okay. So sometimes he goes out to the country. Right. And at the country house, there are different characters that we know. And one is a kid who is, for some reason, staying with his grandparents. And he's a little bit older. Uh-huh. And he calls George a city kid. Right. And he constantly is just like, oh, you city kids. He doesn't realize that George is a monkey because he's a fucking racist. Is that That's, re- but why the fu- It's the craziest thing ever. Right. Oh, so everybody else knows George is a monkey. Except this guy who's like, you're a city kid. So you're, what are you saying? It's, it's so fucking racist. That is a bit weird. It's insane. That does seem a little bit weird. In this day and age that they didn't go, hey, maybe we should change hey. this a little bit. Because <laughs> um, there's a white kid calling uh, a monkey a city kid. <laughs> it's a little, yeah. It's a little love. Is there an episode where he asks the city kid where he can get some crack? (laughs) Because then it's definitely racist. Uh, So he's been worshipped as the god, the monkey god. Um, Uh Medical experts believe Khan should have the tail removed because he risks uh, further medical problems. But Khan is philosophically opposed to it. What what are the medical problems? Is it like we talked about? I mean, some of the things like, yeah, the bed. The bed. The the, the erectile. The erectile. (laughs) Uh, he says, I love my tail. It's a gift from God. Well, see, he's been brainwashed. Well, you know what? He just loves himself. That's okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you should love yourself if you have a tail. Why That's, not? I feel like you should look at yourself as an oddity and join a circus. <laughs> right. That's the thing. In America, we would, we would treat this as it should be treated. Right. Like he's a freak and we put him on a traveling circus. Show. Right. You'd be like, well, the bad news is you have a tail. Yeah. The good news is you're going to get to meet Jim Rose. And now after the fish man, monkey boy. <laughs> yeah, the good news is you've got a career. How yeah. do you like the Santa Monica Pier? Yeah. Um, so uh, he thinks it's a gift from God. He said, it's unusual, but people respect me and bow before me because of it. I feel special. Okay, well, there you go. He's the Bieber of... Um, he is. Tail people in India. <laughs> So that's it? Is that yep. all Is that all we got on this kid? Yeah, that's all we got on the kid. They didn't really go deep into this. No, they, they more concentrated on the fact that Kesha used to have a tail. This doesn't seem to be as much about uh, a journalist doing his job as it is about a guy going, hey, what's up? And okay, thanks. That's the modern media. Like, like that, that story has less curiosity in it than almost anything I've ever seen. Well... You might be, uh, and uh, uh, this will go up this week, so we'll be able to talk about this, because the Australian election's been announced. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kevin Rudd has called it for September the 7th. I was, uh, I was off by a month and a half. Right. I called October 19th. <laughs> I think you um, you pressured him into going early. 
Uh, why did he go early? Uh, well, I mean, my gut instinct is that he didn't want the parliament to reseat. And if he'd, if he'd waited until later on, the parliament would have come back and then that would have caused a whole bunch of different problems. Wow. So, Well, basically at the moment, we've got a hung parliament. Which means it's very hard. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. We've got a hung parliament. Fuck yeah, yeah, you do. Take that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's not a parliament. This is a parliament. That's what we say to other places because we all speak like that. The parliament's... Um, so zip, zip flop, you know what I mean? Uh, basically, it means it's very hard for the government to get through legislation without the support of some independents. So, mm-hmm. so basically, the opposition could make him look like a really ineffective leader. He's never been... It, oh, I got you. So he would be Obama. Right. Yeah. yeah. So he decided not to go back and go to the uh-huh. election. Uh, but he went a week earlier than... Uh, it was originally going to be... So basically, I'm flying out of LA today. I mean, it's like 33 days. Like it's a, when I, I was like, Jesus, you guys are doing an election in 30 days? Right. Like that's pretty crazy to throw together. And Right. We, so I'm flying out. It's, it will be Monday night. I'll get back Wednesday morning. We tape our first show next Tuesday night. <laughs> so, Jeez. yeah. So that's going to be busy. Holy um, shit. So, and do you, you, you lose a day going that way, right? Or yeah. do you lose a day? So you're also losing a day. I'm losing a day. Wow. So, yeah. So that's not ideal. <laughs> I, it's not exactly the way I wanted to ease myself back into Australia after four months away, but yeah. but do anyway, you, do you have a writing staff and all that, or is it just? Like, I mean, uh, realistically, we put the show together. Uh, there's a guy, John Casimir, who's mm-hmm. the the other executive producer of the program, and he, um, I mean, he it, he does a lot of like the heavy lifting when it comes to compiling the stuff. Yeah, and then the way that we actually do the show is, I mean. Once we're back into it, yeah. like it's really just sitting in meetings and having some fun and seeing what right. we want to talk about. Okay. That part of it's really fun to do. Mm-hmm. Um, all the sort of publicity and photo shoots and opening titles and all that shit that we now have to fucking... Yeah. Like it's essentially, we've done the version of, ah, my dad's got a barn. Let's put on a show. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that'll be a bit uh, interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I can't quite remember why I was, I was telling gonna, you about that, but you, you have to cancel stuff. Uh, yeah. So, well, I mean, I've, I've changed a lot of my uh, touring dates, so I want um, people to know we've added. Uh, we can only do big shows now because of the schedule. Yeah. Uh, instead of doing long runs, so I've added a, sec- a second night in Perth. Oh. And um, uh, at the Perth Entertainment Centre, but that's it. Can't do another show. So, if you want to come and see it in Perth, come to the uh, Perth Entertainment Centre and I've added a second show in Sydney as well at the end more for people uh, to get around that. So, um, Do you shoot this in Sydney or in... Yeah, we shoot, the, yeah. we shoot the show in Sydney. Mm-hmm. So uh, so it'll be on air uh, Wednesday night. So again, uh, to, to everyone tuning in on Wednesday night, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. I can't believe I've got to do... It's like, the craziest. Fucking, this would never happen in America. It's insane. Never. Never in a million years. We wouldn't be... Like, it's one thing to call it election early. Like, we like to we like to have our elections over a year period so everyone yep. can want to kill themselves. Right. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but then to have, like, a TV... Okay, we're doing a TV show. What? We're doing a TV show. Well, I don't know. What do you mean? Now, now, now! <laughs> like, it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. So tune in uh, to see me. Yeah. Looking crazy. Yeah. Um, all right, so I've got some more uh, information here. Uh, who was really the first to climb Mount Everest? Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, and make it alive? So. Uh, Wait, are we saying that... Sir Edmund Sir Hillary Edmund is Hillary did not? full of shit? What the fuck is happening? Was it a Sherpa? Right. So, we'll, we'll, we'll walk through this. Because story. if it's a Sherpa, it doesn't count because they, they're not white. Isn't that how... I mean, basically, that is... That is the math. Like, as much as you're saying that, that is actually that, what no, happens. that is... Yeah, that is exactly what happens. Right. Uh, hey, no, a bunch of us climbed it. Right. Uh, no, I don't think so. Are you from England? There's 40 of us living up there. No. We're having a Sherpa party. We gotta, We're there every Saturday night. We, what are you talking about? We have a bar. I up opened at the a Seven <laughs> Eleven. What are you talking about? Excuse me, white man, uh, trying for the top. Right, first guy ever. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? We're, we're right here. You pushed hey, past me. <laughs> you know the guy that helped you up? I've been uh, up here like nine times. Right, first man on top. I I just handed you the flag, man. <laughs> I handed you the flag. Did you see the trail I took you on? We made the trail. Yeah. First guy. <laughs> First guy ever. 
<laughs> so there's a bit of controversy uh, over who is the first guy. Uh, the enduring controversy over who was the first to climb Mount Everest could soon be settled after an Australian adventurer set off to find evidence that British climber Andrew Sandy Irvine was the first to scale the peak. Oh, shit. Different yeah. white guy. Right. First white guy still. We're not... Yeah, still we're not still not. We're not... In, no. Duncan Chessel, who began a final assault on the uh, summit of Everest today, says conditions are the best they've been in decades to search for the remains of Irvine. I fucking love... You know what I love? <laughs> I love going up to, like, one of the highest <laughs> mountains in the world. Maybe the highest. I'm just looking for bodies. Right. You know what I mean? Just right? looking for dead dudes. Right. I mean, it's like, it's like it's an a great Easter egg hunt. Yeah, it is a great day. Hey, why did you climb Everest? <clears throat> uh, well, I just like digging up frozen guys. Well, you know what? I mean, you get up there, you go through their pockets, you can just come down with a lot of shit. Right, man. You know? You oldie shit. Old shit. Old time. That's valuable. Valuable. You ever seen Antiques Roadshow, man? <laughs> I'm cleaning up. I'm cleaning up. Here's a watch. Where'd you get this? I took this one off a dead guy, too. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> so, um, oh, here we go. Uh, Irvine is thought to have been carrying a camera, which could uh, provide conclusive film evidence that the pair reached the top in 1924, almost 30 years before Sir Edmund Hillary. But does film last that? I would think the film would be ruined. Well, maybe it's preserved because of the because cold. Because the cold? I don't yeah, know. well, that's true. You do put film in a refrigerator. Yeah, to... I mean, for those of you who remember what film is. It would be great if they do develop it and it's just pictures of his cock. <laughs> First cock on top. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's, just his, it's just pictures of his cock and he's got different hats to put on it. And it's just taking pictures of his cock with like his amazing scenery behind it. It was like, maybe it's one of those things where it's like, oh my God, not only was he the first guy up Everest, but he also invented sexting. He was the world's first creep. He came up. This dude came up. That's why he had to go up Everest. People were chasing him with burning pitchforks. He didn't climb it on purpose. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, uh, yeah, so he thought he would be carrying a camera. Uh, So almost 30 years before. So, But here's the thing. I mean, Hillary is the first dude who climbed it and made it back. Right? Right. Even if... No, that's the thing. Climbing it and not making it... That's not climbing it. I don't feel like... You can't prove that he made it up to the top. I mean, I guess you could if you had a camera. But you have to make it back alive. Right. That's part of it. If yeah. you don't make it back alive, it doesn't count. Right. Oh, no, you that's made it ridiculous. to the top. It's half the fucking journey, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I made it to the top. Then what? Well, then I just died. Yeah, I mean, doesn't you know, count. I had done it. No, doesn't it doesn't count. count at all. Does not count. No, fuck that. All right. Uh, so, um, Irvine's climbing partner, George Mallory's body, was located by searchers in 1999. Uh, okay, so really? they've already found his, uh, his buddy. His pal. Yeah. Um, so, it's a dude from Adelaide who's trying to... Of course it is. To find him? <laughs> I don't even, that doesn't has no meaning to me. No. But it just sounds right. Right. Of course it's fucking Adelaide. I mean, if you're from Adelaide, you can probably find some uh, bodies that you can go through closer to home, I would suggest. <laughs> but shallow grave capital of Australia. Just, just head over to your park. Right. Um, here we go. So, Although Sir Edmund Hillary and his companion attending Norgay, still always his companion. Like, yeah. They're just, they're both. Sir Edmund and Sir Norgay. As yeah. far as I'm concerned. Do they sleep in the same tent? Are uh, you saying it's like a well, broke back mountain yeah. situation? I mean, if you're back in those days, one of the only ways you could fuck a dude was just to go up on the highest mountain. Right. Then you're free to do whatever you want because no one else is going to be up no there. No rules. What happens on the mountain? Yep. Stays on the mountain, bro. Yeah. <laughs> then you, you, take, you get up to the top, you take that other man's stuff in your hand and you go, hey, this is freedom. <laughs> Uh, so, accredited with having been the first to reach the peak, yet we know that. Um, the theory that Mallory and Irvine beat them to it has caused controversy, controversy for years. Oh, I'm sure it has. I mean, who isn't who isn't arguing about that to this day? Right. Um, uh, when the body of Mallory, uh, who famously climbed the mountain in his three-piece suit, was found... I mean, this guy is the greatest person alive. Now we have, like... The fucking James Bond of mountain climbers. Like, this guy is the best. If he had a top hat on and a monocle, like, just a three piece suit, yep. he's like, you know what? 
This isn't informal. No. Who, you assholes are going up like not respecting the mountain. mountain. Right. What if we want to have a function up there? <laughs> I hear there's a bar up top. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the show is set up a bar. Um, so, uh, yeah, in his three-piece suit, and there was a photo of his wife, Ruth, was missing from the pockets. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. He had planned. Well, to- he could have just, he dying, looked at it and, it, you know. Blew away. It yeah. might have been in his hand. The last thing he wanted to see was Ruth. Because they, because they. I'm there sorry, was... I betrayed you with the Sherpa. <laughs> <laughs> but what happens on the mountain stays yeah. on the mountain. There was because some people after that episode, people sent me pictures of all the dead bodies. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw and, that. And did you see the one where the guy sat down to rest and then froze, and he was still alive, but he could no longer move because he was frozen? Are you fucking serious? Yeah. So his his body froze. Yeah. So he couldn't bend his legs or stand up. But he was alive, and people would just walk by and be like, "Hey, can I get a little help?" No, no, you can't. You can't just. You've done. You've done the worst thing you could do. Yeah, don't take sit a. Down. You know what? Don't take a break. Don't take a break. <laughs> You'll freeze. Uh, okay, so there is a. Although there is a break zone. <laughs> His wife Ruth was missing from the pockets. He planned to leave the picture on the summit. I wish it was actually Ruth. I wish she actually fit in his pocket. <laughs> she was pocket sized. Pocket sized wife. <laughs> He climbed the mountain in a three-piece suit with his pocket-sized wife in his pocket. Also missing pocket-sized wife. Uh, so, um, so the Holy Grail for searches is the camera that Irvine, who was 22 when he died, was carrying. It could furnish the most crucial clue, a photograph taken on the summit. Experts say the film uh, should still be printable after all these years, given that it would have been effectively been in deep freeze. Amazing. Isn't that yeah. amazing? That won't fucking happen with your iPhone. What if can't no. take your fucking iPhone no, up Everest? No, you can't. Good luck with that. No. What if they took? What if they developed it and there was just a picture of Godzilla? <laughs> right? Why not? I mean, since we're going up Crazy Mountain, let's just go all the way. Oh, I love this. When Sir Edmund, who died in uh, January two thousand and eight, was once asked his view on the controversy, there we go. He replied, "I do not know whether Mallory and Irvine reached the summit." What I do know is that Tenzing, Norgay, and I were the first to get to the top and back down to the bottom again. Yeah, in your fucking face, Mallory and Irvine. And then he jutted his hips forward and winked. <laughs> yeah, because that's how Mallory did it. How about that? How about I went up that? to the top. I fucked my boys. <laughs> I came back down. They went up with pictures of the ladies. And laid down in their goddamn suits. Who's and you know what? Winner? I found the picture of Ruth and I masturbated. <laughs> I masturbated on that picture and then I threw it off the map. And let me tell you something. When cum comes out of your cock at 12,000, is it 13, 12,000? Yeah, 13,000 or 12,000, it immediately crystallizes. Right. 26,000. 26, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> anything over 13,000. <laughs> just, <laughs> just be aware that if you masturbate anything over 13,000 feet, it will come out frozen. I was thinking about masturbating at base camp. Right. <laughs> well, just, you got to snap one off at base camp before you get up there. It's so hard to be a sex addict when you're, sex addict when you're trying to climb a mountain like Everest. Uh, okay, uh, we should finish up in a minute because uh, Ian's going to come in and we'll, we'll do one with him. But uh, uh, an update on the Japanese because we were speaking about the Japanese and their vending machines. Uh, this is from your sort of crazy things the Japanese do mm-hmm. file. Uh, Japanese intent on changing their fate have begun having plastic surgery to alter their palms. Wait, what? What? The new trend relies on the ancient art of palm reading, also known as palmistry. The oh. belief that you can tell a person's future based on the lines on their palms. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Japan, I didn't... I said something the other day. I said Japan can't get crazier. <laughs> I said that. It right. came out, out of my mouth. Uh, plastic surgeons have reported an increase in patients asking for operations to extend or add <laughs> lines associated with luck or marriage. Not how it works. <laughs> it's not how it works. Like, firstly, it doesn't work. No. Firstly, the thing that but you're based on is it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's like it doesn't it, work. No, it doesn't. But what if it did? Let's just right. say it did. It's... It's not. It's not magic. You can't ch- change it and have different stuff happen. You know what? I would like to get a car here, <laughs> and then I'd like to get married here, and then a house, and then I want a boat. 
And then I want happiness at the end. <laughs> and then I also want it to wrap around the other side of my hand because I want to live until I'm 150. Can you do that? What the fuck is happening? Oh, here's where I want a Godzilla to attack. <laughs> right here. I mean, seriously. Uh, the surgeries cost around $11,000. Oh, good. Well, yeah. Why, what else would you do with that money? I mean, the good news is that idiots have $11,000 less yeah. that they would spend on something idiot. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Uh, and are performed with an electric scalpel. So someone's just cutting your hand. <laughs> For $11,000, someone is just cutting your hand. Uh, a plastic surgeon uh, said, if you try to create a palm line with a laser, it heals and it won't leave a clear mark. Which is bullshit. You have to use the electric scalpel yeah. and make a shaky incision on purpose. Yeah. This just sounds like a drunk guy yeah. who got banned from all other sorts of surgery <laughs> and saw an opening. Because palm lines are never completely straight. Yeah. Fucking well, I mean, good that's, story. That's part of the beauty, right? Uh, around 40 palm plastic surgeries have been performed at this particular clinic alone in the last two years. The surgery is popular with men and women. Usually takes about 10 to 15 minutes. And includes anywhere between five and ten lines on the palm. What? Takes about a month to heal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why wouldn't you? I see no downside to this surgery. Your life is dramatically improved because you've changed the entire path of it. Right. And you can't move your hand for a month or so. I mean, it's brilliant. It's great. It's, there's no downside. And, and who doesn't want to marry someone with cuts all over their hands? <laughs> who doesn't want to go into business with somebody... Who's getting plastic surgery on their palms? I mean, I mean, there's probably a time in Dave's life where he would have dated that person. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you got your pants off, right? Yeah, I got my pants off. What do you see in my hand? <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't know what any of your lines are, but no. What do you see? What do you see in there, though? Nothing. Oh, what is that? It's like a pen mark or something. It's lead. Is what? What? It's a well from a pencil, so it's graphite. Oh, you put a pencil in your no, hand? No, someone stabbed me in the seventh grade, another kid. And it's still in there? Yeah. It would never, it, does that out. poison you or No, anything? I saw a doctor. I told him. He's like, yeah, it's no big deal. <laughs> but yeah, so there's a oh, Did you say in a party I, or in a professional? <laughs> <laughs> he said, well, the good news is I was you getting, are going to be very successful in business now. I was getting my... Um, my palm lines extended and oh. I had him look at that and he said, that's fine. No, the tip of the, the tip of the pencil broke off in my hand and it's just there. Wow. Yeah. All right. We should finish this up. Uh, Dave Anthony, people can find you at Dave Anthony on Twitter. They can listen to your podcast, the dollop. They can listen to walking the room. Yeah. The LA podcast festival, October four through six, four through six. Will uh, you be there now. Has anything yes. changed? No, yeah. I'm going to be there. Uh, first ever live faux fop, which will yeah. be real exciting. Dave's going to be involved and Rove's going to be involved. So, and I mean, obviously it's a huge festival anyway, but I'd love if people came out and you know, came to the podcast yeah. festival to be part of that. Um, you can get tickets at LAPodfest.com. Uh, my, my tours on uh, sale, as I was mentioning, uh, Canberra, Sydney, uh, Perth, Chatswood maybe is on sale as well. There's some other dates coming as well, but we have to kind of work out with the election and everything where yeah. it's going to be. But uh, please come out and see that. That'll be really cool. And if you like the podcast, of course, rate it on iTunes to keep it up the top of the charts. Uh, we will talk to you again next time. Dave, sign off. Um, so, uh, I don't want to make this the Kesha podcast. I don't want us to talk about Kesha. Every well, time I we mean, together, but the but thing is, is that it's hard not to because she's so in the zeitgeist with, with all of her interesting promotions. Right. Well, she's got a new one, Dave. And oh. that's what I wanted okay. to uh, bring to your attention. I mean, tonight. why wouldn't she? Uh, she's not just a singer. Uh-huh. In fact... I think she barely is a singer. Uh-huh. But but she's not just the person who has sex with ghosts and... Right, where it has a tail, has had a, tail, a tail. Had a yeah. form, form... Lucky tail. No, right? Not just. You right. know what she also is? What? She's a jewellery designer. Oh, I mean... Just... No, you're not. Uh, Kesha's first ever jewellery... I don't think you can be something unless if you just say, I'm I'm that now. It's like people are like, oh, I'm a comedian. Really? What? Do you, what? Do you, how are you a comedian? Um, I've done a couple of open mics. Well, you're not a you're comedian. You're not a comedian yet. yet. 
You're trying to be a comedian. You're trying to be a comedian. Yeah, you're getting into comedy. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. But when you're working as a comedian, then you're a comedian. Yeah. So, uh, Kesha, uh, what do you think... Uh, I'm going to give you an opportunity to guess here, Dave. Uh, what do you think... Uh, if Kesha was going to design jewellery, uh, what would that jewellery feature? Like, what would be the I main... feel like, and I hope I'm not going out on a crazy limb, but I feel like it would be a little tiny... Um, Mount Everest and dollar signs. <laughs> so dollar signs is probably a pretty good guess. She's oh, got a- I, I'm closer with dollar signs than I am with the little tiny Mount Everests. Little tiny Mount Everest? Yeah, little. I thought she'd have little tiny Mount Everests. <laughs> does she listen to this podcast? I, I mean, I don't know if she does. <laughs> I mean, if she has media monitors or one of those sort of things mm-hmm. that, like, you know, gives her when her. I mean, she's getting a lot of talk on this podcast, <laughs> so maybe she is tuning in. How like her? Sure, if you. Yeah. A lot of alerts. You know, sometimes when I hear that, like, uh, so, uh, Todd Glass mentioned me on his podcast, and I listened to the podcast. Oh, yeah. To hear the mention. So maybe. Oh, it's- yeah. I should, I should listen. I got to listen to uh, Who Charted, because apparently they mentioned me. Right. So maybe, uh, hey, you, you know, know, what? You know maybe I- Kesha hears from one of her friends. These you know dudes talk about you all the time. <laughs> I got to say, I don't listen. People go, hey, they mentioned this podcast, and I usually just go, oh, what'd they say? Right. Yeah. I know I like to listen. Yeah. And I'm most of the time disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Because they'll say something like, oh, yeah, and uh, this comedian, uh, this Australian guy, Will Anderson, was there. And then they go on with their right. story. And you're like, well, that's not really. Well, on Todd's, it was even because uh, I think we spoke on another episode about how uh, Todd and I had quite a philosophical conversation yeah. one night. And he, yeah. and he mentioned something from that conversation. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, kind of extrapolated on it. Uh, and that was what I'd heard. I'd heard that he'd you know, mentioned this idea. and Because we'd just been talking about... Uh, and I, I can't really put this in the way that we put it that night because I'm not stoned now. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, it was the idea of being a white man when you're fighting for other people's equal rights. Yeah. The only reason that you're fighting for those equal rights is because it's right that they have those rights. Right. Because on no other level is there anything in it for you. No, it doesn't help you at all. Like, I mean, you're literally saying, I am the most privileged of people. I yeah. have all these rights that other people don't have. Yeah. Unfairly, in Correct. my opinion. Yes. And I am willing to fight for everyone to have the same rights as I was lucky enough to be born with because I'm a white man. Except for tail people. Right. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't right? been there for tail people in the way that... <laughs> so uh, Kesha it doesn't have a tail. Uh, her jewelry doesn't have a tail. It does not have a dollar sign. Right. Um, but here's uh, what it does have. Kesha's first ever jewelry line, Kesha Rose by Charles Albert contains no fewer than six designs utilizing a gold penis charm. Jesus fucking... I mean, she just... Like, if you if you were to like, hey, can you, every time we get together, can you read me something that will make me like Keisha less? Just a... a, a and not just a little bit less, like a lot less. I want to have... I want to have worse feelings about her every time I learn about her. Well, um, I, they've got some pictures here if you'd like to have, oh, a, have a look. Um, but basically, to describe them to the people at home, uh, there's earrings with cocks on them. Well, that's like Charlie's making jewelry. There's necklaces with cocks on them. <laughs> and there's bangles with cocks on them. <laughs> They're not even... It's just a cock... It, and there's no veins. Like, it's not no. artistically... It's not even a good cock. No, it's not a good no. cock. It's the kind of cock... That uh, a beginner draws. Right. Uh, it's from uh, Kesha Rose's Grow a Pair collection. Sure it is. Uh, the Penis Charm Pendant Necklace. Uh, oh, here's... Okay, here we go. Uh, here's a guide on how to wear your gilded penis jewellery. Uh, don't wear penis jewellery on sunny days. You'll get penis tan lines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fuck. Um, don't wear penis jewelry near construction sites. Street harassment uh, is too high to bear. Yeah, fair enough. Um, don't clash. When humans mix and match private parts, the result is physical pleasure and the miracle of life. When outfits mix and match private parts, say a penis pendant necklace with a Beyonce boob shirt, the result is too ludicrous. So apparently you've got to... So you've got to go really plain except for the penis you've got to coordinate yeah you've got to yeah that's right you've got to let the penis be the feature i guess i mean i feel that a way uh, just in general about in life. how i live my life 
<laughs> I just, uh, I'm just dressing to accentuate the penis. I have a, uh, I have a apparatus when I unzip my pants. There's a little sound effect that goes, "Hey, really? Yeah. Have you didn't you, hear that when I was in the bathroom? That was me. Saying I try not it. to listen by the door. <laughs> Well, it's pretty loud. I should it's like Dave's, I should, in, Dave's I should, in there hosting a Tonight Show. I should, <laughs> I should crank up the volume. Right. Um, I'm guessing you would never wear penis jewelry, though. Like you'd never. I don't see any reason to wear penis jewelry. Like, what's it? What's it's the provocative, Dave? I mean, if it's I, provocative. If I'm in like a tantric sex cult and I want to get to know my all my stuff more and really explore it, maybe. But I don't know why you're wearing. It's not provocative. It's it's provocative if you're. Nine. If you're nine years old, you're like, holy fuck, how crazy is Keisha? But once you're like 10, you're like, well, that's just stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like my my son would get the biggest fucking kick out of penis jewelry. Right. He's four. Yeah. Like, yeah, he that's that's like the level of like penis jewelry. Right. Would you be fine with him getting his ears pierced so he could wear the penis? <laughs> Only if he wears penises. Right. Do you have um, uh, attitudes to those sort of things? Do you have to discuss, like, you know, whether you'll let, let him get his ear pierced or whether you, like, I mean... Well, we haven't really hit that. No, I mean, obviously, four. That's probably a bit I, young. But... I wouldn't care if he was in high school. Right. Before that, I think everything's a little too early. For everything, right? Yeah, I think so. Dying... What, what, what about hair length? Ha- How do you hair, feel about hair length? Hair, he can do whatever he wants. Right. It's his hair. He's he's already decided to grow his hair long because another kid in his school has his hair long, so we're going into long hair territory. Uh, but yeah, I don't give a shit. He's a fucking that. Like the way I think of it is, is like because I'm an actor, I have to keep my hair the same length uh-huh. all the time. I have to have the same look because you have the headshot and then you're supposed to match the headshot sure. when you come in. Yeah. So I'm the same because I'm on OK Cupid. <laughs> you have to. People are so disappointed. Right. 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 When you come in with your big crazy mustache. <laughs> And they're like, I wasn't expecting this. this you're like, well, I'm I'm a homosexual from the 1860s. <laughs> what? It was on my profile. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you like me. Um, it's a blacksmith fetish. Mm. So because I can't change up my stuff, like when I was before I was an actor, I used to change my face hair all the time and do all kinds of and my hair longer, shorter. I'd shave it off, but I can't do that anymore. So I realized like. You should. Part of me is like, you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want if you can. Have at it. It's your hair. Who gives a shit? Have a mohawk. Do whatever you want. Which will probably make him always have the same like Republican haircut. I I must admit that I because I'm a person who really did like to muck around with my hair. Yeah. And uh, you know it was all different colors and shit for years. And it was uh, different colors. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you go blonde? Uh. uh yeah, once, really, really tragically, I went blonde, which was Why you terrible. say tragically? Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I look terrible. It was awful, awful. Uh, Ian's here, so I'm going to go and grab him. Okay. So I'll just pause this for a second. 